0: Welcome to Your Healthy Dose, a podcast brought to you by Organifi and supporting you redefining healthy. I'm Mae Seigler, the CEO of Organifi, and I'm joined here by my wonderful co-host, Lisa Shields, Organifi's VP of Culture and People Performance. In today's episode, we unpack why your health goals keep failing and examine the three results-blocking archetypes that might be getting in the way.
1: Hi, Lisa. Hi, May. So happy to be here. What I'm most excited about is we're a couple months into the new year, right? And typically, people begin the new year ready for change, right? And by the time they're in February or March, they don't even remember the goals they set. And one of the things that I love to look at as um, I coach the team and other people is why are things not working in your life?
0: So, so good. So funny, I think very relevant to consider that now. Such a healthy practice of developing what we're going to do today is some great self-awareness. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to talk through three archetypes that are really common. These like pitfalls, essentially, these bummer archetypes that we get stuck in. Both you and I were laughing
1: as we were going through these because we've
0: we've been all of them. We've at- been
1: all, all of them, all <laughs> of them all at one time with one goal. Yeah, we're very familiar with them.
0: <laughs> so it's a fun conversation. And really importantly, as you're saying, there's relevance in the time of year. And also just in general, the importance um, behind what happens when we are successful with goal setting is this sense of uh, empowerment and capability. And throughout this show in general, we're talking a lot about um, being able to really make change in your life and in your lifestyle, much bigger than goals. We're talking transformation, and that is lifestyle architecting, it's lifestyle design. It's, you know, when you have a goal and you have. Um, something that you want to change in your life, being confident and capable and able to actually do that. All yeah. those two words, the same word, but you know what I mean? Confident, I capable, what you and able. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, you talk about us being a transformation company and at the heart of transformation is awareness and self-awareness, right? But it is really hard for us to have a comprehensive perspective or view of our own lives and our own patterns and um, uh, just programs that are running us. I tell people, you can't read the label from inside the jar. And so I'm really excited to talk through some tools, some prompts that are going to help people get outside of the jar so they can have a better understanding of what is preventing them from making long lasting change and living an extraordinary and authentic life
0: part of the purpose of this podcast too is just to share a piece of our internal culture and so much of the experience of our team, in addition to going through coaching with Lisa, which is incredible, and so much of what you're gonna share during these episodes uh, is really our experience of seeing team members go through transformation and really make huge uh, lifestyle changes, um, try on a lot of different ways of living their healthiest life. And so a lot of what we're bringing today is the perspective that even with our internal team, we see these archetypes come up, these three archetypes come up a lot and get in the way of great transformation and powerful um, living, you could say, in many ways. So as we go through these, we'll be outlining some of the reflective questions. And at worst, you're going to walk away with some journal prompts to look at, hey, maybe it's the the goal that you're currently going after right now. or maybe Maybe the more previous ones you set. Maybe it was last year. Maybe it was 10 years ago. (laughs) But we're going to help break
1: those apart, right? Yeah. And I think it's important to um, talk about why we are beginning with why your goals haven't worked, right? So maybe if you want to speak into why we chose this topic today, because it's not something that typically people enjoy doing, like reflecting on their failures and really unpacking why they weren't successful. So why why do you think yeah. this is an important starting place?
0: Yeah, something an in internal philosophy we talk about a lot is building self-awareness. So from this foundation of self-awareness, we're able to better understand why things haven't worked um, and then set more intelligent goals, basically set ourselves up for success, so much of what we're talking about today. Um, and without that uh, step we ultimately are kind of just moving forward blindly. And there's such an important piece of uh, learning and implementing that has us feel good about our basic self competence and competency. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think you brought up a really good point and that was the learning piece. And Henry Ford, um, he has a quote and it says, the only real mistake or failure is the one from which we learn nothing. And so really at Organifi, we embrace a mindset of curiosity and there isn't actually failure, there's only learning. So we really have done a great job shifting um, our propensity and tendency as human beings to try to hide our failures, and instead bring them into the light to investigate them, to learn from them. And today, we're going to share what we've learned, right, about what gets in the way, why people are driving with one foot on the gas pedal, one foot on the brake, when it comes to gold setting or uh, lifestyle architecture. Like it is a very frustrating thing when you know what you want, right? You know how to do it a lot of times, but you're not getting the results. Yeah. Right. Yes.
0: And so importantly, why we're starting here. Right. Which yeah. is like, hey, if we we want to just go into like um, <laughs> some some great tips and, and direction for the psychology of goals and kind of the idea behind momentum and seeing progress in our lives and that whole topic. But the reality is, if we haven't actually unpacked why we've been stuck in many goals in the past, we're really going to start pretty blind again. So let's jump into this sweet great
1: content. All right. So um, what is the first archetype that uh, gets in the way of people having really solid goals that they can achieve? Something that we like to call OPG
0: other people's goals OPG, and OPG. O-P-G. <laughs> other people's goals get in the way a lot. And we're going to call this archetype under the influence. Mm. So what are we talking about? When we're talking about other people's goals. This looks like when you've got maybe a best friend or a family member who is great at setting goals and you think, wow, I'm going to do that too. Mm. Right what's the pitfall here, Lisa,
1: what's going on? Oh, so good. I think this is something in today's society with all of the, um, influencers that are sharing their lifestyles and all the great results. We tend to be like, Oh, I want that too. And I just, I'm going to adopt whatever they're doing. And the, the big miss here is that we haven't actually connected the goal to what matters to us, right? Um, To our core values, to what we care about. And I know that when we have a why that makes us cry, like when our why is strong enough, we will discover, we will find the how, we'll figure it out. But when I am just adopting your goal and I haven't made that heart connection, my chances of actually completing it go down drastically. So good, and I was gonna, I was laughing right now. (laughs) silently.
0: I'm thinking about, I've been on a couple of podcasts and a really common question today is like, what's your morning routine? And I love this question. And I've got this bizarre, wonderful morning routine that I love to share. And on other podcasts, um, I've had the experience of listening to morning routines that are upwards of like two hours or three hours and thinking, my God, how does this person have that kind of time? And it's, you know, everything from a infrared sauna to a one-hour meditation to a three-hour journaling practice to, a you know, having six different um, smoothie routines based on the, the moon cycle or God knows what. <laughs> and by the way, like, I love this shit so much, but it's also the practical filter of like, hey, this is probably not for me.
1: I love this person has five hours in the morning. I don't. I don't have five minutes. I've got two kids and I'm like constantly a drill sergeant. Just get out the door. Can we imagine? So good for them. Yeah, there's this
0: funny kind of, um, I think it's so helpful to share examples of healthy living. And I actually, I love this question of like, what's your morning routine um, and hearing other people's, but this is a really good spot where, with awareness to this archetype, we just, I think healthily get to be aware that, uh, a filter for our own goals to, to your point, like setting meaningful, uh, changes and direction in our life is so important, uh, rather than simply being under the influence of somebody else's great looking lifestyle and saying, I'm just going to recreate that. Yeah. So what are some of the questions that we can, um, talk through here that are helpful for people to use this filter and not fall um, victim
1: to being under the influence with their goals. Yes, intoxicated by other people's goals. So I think the first starting point is what is the intention behind the goal? Why are you doing it? So what comes to mind right now is we have a beautiful human being on our team who was experiencing some stress in their lives, some personal stress. And they thought, you know what, I'm gonna meditate. They had heard that meditation was great for Was it me? Was it, it me? It's not you. I would call <laughs> you out right here because the person's not here, I can't call them out. But um, they wanted to do meditation to reduce stress. So they were clear on the why. And they tried the traditional form of meditation where you sit down and you close your eyes and it was actually causing more stress and anxiety because all they could do is think about their to-do list and oh my God, I'm wasting time right now. So it was actually counterproductive to the purpose. So through some conversations, we were able to identify the intention, right? And then from there, it was like, what are other ways to achieve that intention that are more in line with where you are currently at in your life, right? And it could be walking without your phone, right? That's reducing um, stress levels. It could be doing a breathwork session that's a little more active. So I think number one, the intention, and number two, How does it fit within your current design DNA um, where you're at in your life right now so that it it is enjoyable and it is pulling you versus pushing you? So, damn good. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Say it again, me.
0: <laughs> nope. Um I think that yeah, two here is like the intention is what do you want out of it? What are you looking What benefit do you hope to receive from it really clearly instead of just the oh, I should be meditating. I yeah. feel that pressure often. And yeah. I think really importantly uh, allowing uh yourself to be dynamic depending yeah. on your lifestyle. So right now I can't sit still. I'm, I'm, you know, this is You're a fidgeting st- right now in I'm, front of me. I, I am, I am. Trying to catch you. A, it, a yeah. stage in my life, despite knowing how great um, meditation is for me, I, I actually do walking meditations and or I stretch and listen to um, maybe it's uh, binaural beats, yeah. right? So I really take time to uh, create space the same way that I'd hope I'd create space when I'm meditating. And I have gone through phases where meditation was a wonderful fit for my lifestyle and it was so serving me. And currently it's not. And so I think it's that really important filter. Thank you. So what am I going to get out of it and how can I have it best fit my lifestyle?
1: Yeah. And I think another part, beautiful, um, a layer deeper here, as we are talking about, you know, health goals and whatnot, I think a lot of times people will see someone who maybe has an ideal body type that they want. And they ask that person, how did you get that? The person tells them, I go to the gym five times a week and lift weights. So the person says, I'm gonna go to the gym and lift weights but they hate lifting weights. And so really what the we- the gym's stinky and they don't and the like going. the gym is stinky and they prefer being outside. So like what we do and what we teach at Organifi is, what are the things that are enjoyable for you that will have you um, and like be able to adopt this long-term and make it more of a lifestyle versus something that like you don't enjoy doing, right? You're not gonna continue it if you don't like it.
0: Yeah, a fundamental belief and kind of a pillar for where we started with Organifi was- Enjoy healthy, and yeah. so it's this this idea that healthy can be delicious and enjoyable and convenient and wonderful. And so it's such a guiding principle. And this is uh, the the archetype of being under the influence often misses this uh, mm-hmm. option or opportunity. Let's call it instead, yeah. and yeah. this like right filter. So yep. it's so helpful. Even taking a moment and thinking like, which of my goals are not really mine?
1: Yeah. So, mm. Good question. I love that.
0: So stop being under the influence
1: <laughs> of other people's goals. <laughs> yeah.
0: Make sure you're like, is this for me? You know, it's a really good focus. That's number one. I love that. Don't set
1: goals and drive (laughs) under the influence of other people's goals. Goals. (laughs) Number two, uh, what's the second one? Oh my gosh. So we're going to call this archetype the buffet buff. And uh, how this shows up and especially, you know, coming off the heels of the new year, uh, this is usually an opportunity for people to want to do a massive reset, right? And... What the buffet buff tends to do, they get really excited by the all you can eat ninety-nine option Ooh. and they put everything on their plate. And so what they do is they tend to overhaul everything at once and make change across the board. So I'm going to completely change my diet, you know, go call it carnivore when they don't even eat meat, Maybe right? Maybe they were a vegan before. Maybe they were a vegan before. Now all of a sudden they're carnivore. Um, I'm going to start meditating an hour a day. They've, they can't even meditate for five minutes, right? I'm going to run a marathon. They haven't been able to like Maybe run a mile, right? Yeah. yeah. So what tends to happen with this person is they, they try to make too much change at one time. Lisa, when have you been this person? Oh my God. I feel like, I mean, I'm definitely a very intense person. Type A person, and I can't remember a time when I haven't been this person. <laughs> actually, <laughs> until recently, when um, you know, I've I've definitely shifted my relationship with goal setting um, after 2020 to 2022. We're gonna call that like the lost years of the pandemic, <laughs> the, the dark ages, the dark ages. And I just recently rekindled my relationship with goal setting, and what I realized is that. If I can just track progress in one area, right? Then um, I'm going to be able to experience positive change, momentum, confidence, right? Versus looking at all areas of my life and feeling like I'm not making any progress. That's what I was feeling. I'm a mother of two, you know, full-time here at Organifi. I've got coaching clients on the side and I- could, What? Yeah, so busy so, busy, so busy. Um, and so I was like, wait, if I could just focus on one area and measure meaningful progress there. And so I, I set a goal to run a thousand miles in 2023 and just tracking that has been game-changing, Game changing. What about you?
0: Well, has first, hold on. There's a whole lot. There's, uh, whole, there's, there's a lot. Whole, there's a whole buffet there. We, we
1: don't have a lot of time. <laughs> the whole buffet to talk through.
0: Um, I think you brought up something really powerful, which is that felt experience of momentum yeah. um, as you focus. So the risk here, I think so well called out with the buffet buff, is that you actually risk seeing progress. And so you actually don't get the benefit because you're looking at so much and you're trying yeah. to change so much. One, it's even hard to like keep track of all the things that you decide to change. Yes. Uh that was me in That's Q four. Q- for I sure. Right. <laughs> uh, I won it uh,
1: all. Yeah. Oh my God, what am I even looking at? I don't know what to <laughs> hold you accountable for. I literally, I literally had like five goals in Q4. is yeah. like, no. no I wanted
0: one, I wanted one one to hold you accountable to. It's a good reminder. So I, I kind of naturally come in this way. I think with like, Hey, here's all the areas I want to improve. And what this uh, does is make it really hard to see progress. And there's a really important psychological miss that happens in this instance where we don't feel the ability to even stay focused on a goal because we can't see the necessary progress. And so Uh, very importantly focusing on one area and and same felt effect. I was gonna give that example in Q4 that I was able to clean up my goals and focus just on journaling and how journaling every morning, a really simple, very approachable, just the shrimp on my plate for that buffet. <laughs> I put everything back, just the shrimp, you know? Just one, just one. one yeah. <laughs> put that the waffles and the ice cream. Not the waffle.
1: I can't believe you didn't keep the waffles. Know, just the
0: shrimp today. Okay. So, um, with that mentality, though, that practice of journaling every morning has cascaded into my PT I'm doing for my shoulder right now. So, mm. some stretching I'm doing for my shoulder. Yeah. And then generally mobility exercises. So, yeah. really helpful to just cascade into the other areas that while I initially outlined those as goals, I actually really. Realize I didn't need to focus on them yep. and there was so much benefit in actually not and just nailing one. Oh,
1: may that's think, so yeah. good. You know what, it reminds me of the domino effect and um, what what happened was like back in 1980 or 1983 there was a scientist that Performed an experiment, and basically what it is is if you take a two-inch domino, right? And a domino can knock down by the laws of physics. Don't ask me to get into it. Uh, Tell me. Tell me more. I I can't tell you more. You don't want me to do that. That's definitely not in my wheelhouse. (laughs) The fact that I can even say physicist is like pretty impressive for me. And I don't even know if I said it right, but nonetheless, um, a domino can knock down another domino double its size, right? So if you take a two-inch domino and you repeat the knocking over, double the size, by the 23rd domino, it actually has the ability to knock down a domino the size of the Eiffel Tower, not so. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's a really crazy visual that I get. Yeah, but you just yeah. start with a small, like that small singular focus journaling. And then what happens is it cascades into other areas of your life. Watch
0: out for very long um, lines of dominoes. It's very dangerous, actually. <laughs> I'm kidding. Such a good example of the power of momentum the ripple effect, all these principles so well applied to making change in our lives, right?
1: Yeah. So for the buffet buff, like myself and like you, um, what would you recommend as a great thought starter or question to bring awareness and potentially even divert from that tendency? Yeah. It's So it's the filter. I think it is asking the
0: question of what is one area in my life that if I made meaningful progress would have the most potentially positive effect across all the other areas Mm -hmm. so it's similar to like the the book um the one thing right I I think about that and it's like I think such a great filter to use with your goals just even the the goal you're most excited about yeah and just focusing on that area so doing that first yep
1: yep 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 I have to share real quick um just because I'm literally going through this and I'm able to experience real time the effect of this laser focus with my 1,000 miles in 2023. She's really impressive, by the way. Every time you say it, I'm like, my God. Now that I've put it on this podcast, like now I have to finish it for accountability, right? It's true. Everyone, Um, you're holding her accountable. Yeah, 2.7 miles a day. I did not actually... do the calculation when I agreed to do this and oh my goodness, we'll talk about that and a little that bit another later Another good example though. coming up. Yeah, but we're gonna no, talk about did. that in the third archetype but what I wanted to share is um, this one goal has absolutely um, had such a positive Uh, impact in the other areas of my life that I really value. Uh, My family, every night after dinner now, we all go on a family walk together. And one of my core values is family love connection, right? So one, it has definitely enhanced quality time there. And the other area is community. I, you know how much I love community. Um, I have somehow talked multiple people into doing this goal with me. And so I get to check in with them, motivate them, inspire them, and we're growing together. And so I get a threefer. Is that a threefer? Not even a twofer. I have a threefer. So my health goal, my family goal, and the community goal are all being satisfied, fulfilled it by this one goal that I chose to make the center focal point of my goal setting buffet. The oh. one shrimp. <laughs> I'm not going to have a shrimp though. The I one prefer, big shrimp. God, what would I want from a buffet? I haven't been Skip a buffet in a long cream. time. Thank God. I'll, I'll come either.
0: back to that. Yeah. All right. I was going to say, you're just giving out a bunch of OPGs. OPGs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you will <laughs> like this goal. I am totally yeah. being the OPG. I mean, let's just hope they don't listen to this podcast and oh, they won't. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm really giving you a hard time. So let's talk about the last archetype and it's mm-hmm. kind of a, um, a, um, one A and one B, right? There's kind of a variation we're going to talk about. Sure. This one's a fun one. Uh, it's called The Dreamer. And how, how would you unpack this one? This is, I've definitely been this one before.
1: Yeah. So the dreamer is somebody who, again, like we'll talk about, you know, the catalyst for change. They get that feeling of motivation, enthusiasm, and excitement. And they're like, oh my God, I'm going to run a marathon right? And they decide to run a marathon when they don't even walk consistently or at all, right? And so what ends up happening is this person goes, like jumps into the deep end with no, uh, Plan of action that is based number one on their current level of competency and what would be a realistic and sustainable action plan to get them to achieve this goal, right? So setting too lofty of a goal, number one, based on their current level of competency. And then number two, not actually having a plan in place to achieve the goal. Have you been this before? Yes. And as I was gonna say, I think
0: even your example, of a thousand miles is a mini version of this, it right? Mini which version, is like, but it's working for me, which is so funny, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, only because you didn't break out the, like what it would take, but luckily you're highly competitive and I have a lot of faith in you. So you figured it out anyways. Well,
1: I will say one thing with that. So when, when I got the text message on a Friday night after a glass or two of Pinot, right? My knee jerk reaction because of being competitive, competitive was yes, I'm in. Right. And then when I went and did the calculations, I was like, oh, 2.7 miles a day. And then I actually have a game plan in place now. So definitely um, started out with that mindset of not spending time to think through the goal and what it would take, but caught myself, created the plan. And now I'm like, I'm on track, which I'm really happy to say. But thank you for calling me forth, <laughs> out, booger,
0: <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, nice course correction. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Uh, and I think in the past I've used this <clears throat> to like sign up for a half marathon or like a sprint triathlon or something just to get uh, motivated. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do something extreme and overcommit. Mm. So I think there is, there might be a lane where this is useful. I think it's mainly useful for achievement. Based goals and just Mm -hmm. like you know, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna not live my normal lifestyle to be able to achieve this, but not for lifestyle design goals, not for like, hey, I want to be living a healthy lifestyle, healthier lifestyle. Here's how I imagine it changing. So just being mindful of where that's playing in. so for, yeah, for me, it was signing up for half marathons, which again, I don't run and you know whatnot. Yeah. And so it was just like, I'd like to start running, I'm gonna be extreme. Yeah. So there's kind of some extremist here, there's this un- unrealistic lofty kind of mentality. And if we looked at the best kind of questions to filter this out, I think a really important one, as you called out was looking at what's your current level of competency, meaning if you're not running at all, and again, running is the easy one, if you're not running at all, um, and you, your goal is to run a
1: marathon or join the Olympics, <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not you, saying you can't. We yeah. believe you can do anything you put your mind to. Yes, but,
0: and set yourself up for success. Yeah. Like so much of this hopefully is a filter to, to, with self-awareness, set yourself up for actually being successful in these meaningful goals that you wanna set and or you already have, you know? And so it's giving yourself a break and being like, instead, the second question, what's 1% better than sitting on the couch all day? it's definitely not running a marathon that's significantly higher than 1%. Yeah. It may be going for a walk for 15 minutes a day to start and being like, my marathon goal might need to be six months out. Definitely. So yeah. being practical.
1: Yeah. Get no, I- your
0: head out of the clouds.
1: Damn it. Get your head out of the clouds. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think you bring up a really important distinction here, and that is like, do you have a goal with a shelf life, right? Or are you really looking for meaningful transformation, right? And um, I don't I don't know that a lot of people actually are aware of the difference. So thank you for bringing that up. I think it's important. You say you're welcome. Oh we're not usually this nice to each other. And I think as this podcast goes on, you're going to really see our relationship that blossom or wilt, whatever it is. Um, Okay. So with that in mind, right, we we've talked about the questions to get you out of the head in the clouds dreamer. I feel like Organifi went through a little bit of this, um, as a business, as a business and as a team, (laughs) as a team, I think we were really good at setting smart goals, right? Which are measurable, um, attainable, realistic and where we fell short or we didn't invest proper time was in the planning, in the how, right? And there's a great quote by Abraham Lincoln. And it says, if you ask me to chop down a tree, in six hours, I would spend the first four hours sharpening my axe, right? But for certain types of people, May and I are, are fast starters. We like to just jump in and go. We're very action-oriented. Not everybody's like that, but I think it's really helpful to know what type of person you naturally are. Do you, Are you a planner or are you someone who just gets into action? And May, we have a couple personality tests that show people um, what they are. Can you... Yes, we do
0: actually. It's a a quiz we use internally, actually originally from a leadership training we had done with the team years back and we still use it as just a great frame. So we can link that in the show notes. But also I think what's helpful is recognizing how simple and actually lightweight the quick thinking through the how can be. You know, in my mind, I often make it this like big, arduous administrative task that I... (laughs) Adamantly avoid, but the reality is, it takes like five minutes of journaling, literally like five minutes, and maybe that's even almost too much for some simple goals. So it's just thinking through it because our brains are incredible machines, and as they basically problem solve for us, we might as well get them set up on the right problems to solve. So I think doing that quick quick reflection, definitely building more self-awareness to, you know, how I'm actually going to go achieve this goal. And the one last thing to to mention in this area with this dreamer, uh, there is a, I think a, a, a common trap, which is actually just focusing on the outcomes. And we talked about, you mentioned like lifestyle, uh, design goal, like, is it a long-term or is it a, a short-term goal? And so importantly, being able to um, identify if this goal is an outcome-based goal, which is just the end in mind. Are you mm-hmm. just trying to get a certain outcome? Or is this goal in perspective of and with consideration to behaviors and actions necessary to get there? So, so importantly, setting goals that have, and we'll talk more about this through this, these episodes, but I think the this archetype will often get stuck with just actually focusing on the outcome. Absolutely. And then that's it. So they don't do the quick reflection on like considering how, how I'm gonna get there. Right? Yep. yep. Easy.
1: Yep. Okay. Well, um I think this was really helpful in just showing people the landmines and the pitfalls that um prevent people from not only setting great goals but actually following through on them and creating long lasting transformation. So to close out, there are a couple of questions we want to leave you all with, to help you continue this journey of self-reflection. So the first one, um, think about the last goal you set that you weren't able to accomplish, and I want you to reflect on what got in the way. Was it the uh, under the influence of other people's goals? Did you not have a connection to your own authentic truth and why? Were you being the buffet buff and trying to make too much change at once, drinking out of the self-improvement, fire hose or were you the dreamer where you set up a lofty goal that wasn't in alignment with where your current level of competency was or you didn't have the proper plan in place? So good. Thank you for those questions and hopefully a helpful filter.
0: And I think, and that second question on the opposite spectrum is, of course, to think about a time when you were able to accomplish a goal that you set for yourself and thinking about the situation and why it worked for you. So just hopefully a really uh, helpful, self-reflective exercise. We really, in our group, I believe that the true path to health is actually through individualization mm. and so this so is good. a um, just on the theme of building self-awareness and with the idea like the concept behind this podcast your healthy dose is really considering what is the the right dosing whether it's with supplementation whether it's with superfoods like we're going to talk about a bit or whether it's with really choosing the right goals and how you architect your lifestyle for the best most optimal life you can imagine so Thank you, Lisa, for joining this conversation, for co-hosting with me. This, again, has been brought to you by Organifi. So much of our core beliefs in making healthy, delicious, convenient, and actually enjoyable Mm. is embedded in this conversation. And if you haven't yet, check out Organifi.com. Use the code YHD for a special discount and promotion. And I really, really invite you to take a productive step towards your health today and go crush it.